This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, great to have you with us here on this Thursday afternoon, and it's just days away from Election Day. And uh, hopefully many of you, well, not hopefully, but... <laughs> Many of you probably like me and haven't filled out your ballot yet and are trying to decide about the uh, jail and justice uh, measure that's on the ballot and here in Whatcom County and joining us to talk about this today, Peter Frazier and Scott Cordice. Peter is a, a business owner, I guess. Can we call you maybe a retired business owner here? In oh, Birmingham? I'm in no way uh, retired, just taking a break. Okay, all right. But he's also chair of the Yes Safe Jail Healthy Outcomes Committee here in uh, Whatcom County. And also Scott Cordice, the mayor of Linden, and also a member of that committee, right? Yes, correct? that's correct, Joe. Yeah, great to have both of you here. And, uh, of course, representing the yes vote on on this, yeah. this measure. But... Um, it's been debated a lot. There's been a lot of effort put into this plan, and uh, I guess whoever wants to start, give us give us an overview of what we're what we're looking at here. Sure. Um, thanks for having us today, Joe. Really appreciate it. Um, and I just want to say that um, Scott and I are part of a uh, bipartisan committee uh, for the yes vote for this uh, for this levy and. We are, our members are from across the county and across the political spectrum. It's very important to have a bipartisan committee to support this very important levy, which is two-tenths of 1% of a sales tax. That's a sales tax, not a property tax. And that money, that's uh, 20 cents on an expenditure of about 100 bucks of $100, and that will go to build a uh, humane, modern, safe jail with a behavioral care center on site as part of it. Uh, beyond that, 50% of the monies collected over about 30 years will go to behavioral health and public, other public safety uses. And um, this is uh, critical because... The current jail is, if you have ever seen it, Joe, I'm not sure if you've taken tours. I uh, haven't, but uh, yeah. It, it is. Uh, it, it's inhumane. The, uh, the jail is falling apart. It is uh, long past its service life. We're spending millions of dollars on this facility, and it will never be an adequate jail to care properly care for the inmates or be a good workplace for the staff members well and and i I, it's not that old is it well it's 40 years old okay which is if you think about it a jail is used 24 7 and it's a hard use and its design is old its design is from the 70s and um, a lot of advancements have been made. Uh, a number of us from Whatcom County went to see what a modern, um, brand new jail looks like and a behavioral care center, which I can go into more later. But um, design, um, a trauma-informed design is a very important thing. It is not just some sort of word that we toss around lightly. It is a... a an, important way to hold people safely in ways that doesn't increase the trauma that they already have experienced in their lives. And right now we have a trauma-inducing jail, and that is not good for anybody because these folks are coming back to our community. And it also is in two locations. So we have the downtown jail, which everybody's familiar with, but then we have another site on Iron Gate um, that houses less... uh, Lower crime rate, right? Uh-huh. And so, so that facility, and it costs us more money as a county than to run two separate facilities. So the new facility would also uh, combine these into one location and have and generate um, a, a better use of our county dollars that way. And I think one thing I like to point out when it comes to things like this is that if we can agree that the current facility is in deplorable condition, and I think anybody that tours it would agree it's in deplorable condition. 
and we have to replace it. My question is, if not now, when? And will it ever get cheaper? And the answer is no. This is, this is, I know working in government that things just don't get cheaper. So let's, if we have to take our lumps, let's take it now and move on and have a, a, current, a newer facility that is, meets the current standards and it's humane and also has the Behavior Health Center attached to it so that we can start to uh, work on solving these problems long-term instead of always looking at such a short-term solution that we have right now. As far as, well, as, far as the cost, I was just going to say, the last measure we voted on, I think, wasn't that, that was under $100 million, wasn't it? And this is, I mean, considerably more yeah, uh, that yeah. uh, that's this yeah. this is projected to cost. Well, so, the, the, and that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, that's right. 2017, I think, was the yeah. last time we went out for this. It was probably under $100 million. Now the a, a new facility, twenty percent larger than current capacity, would be one hundred and thirty-seven million. But when we do our numbers, we're using one hundred and fifty because we just don't know how big it is. But we want to have enough in there so that we can make sure that we get the facility we need with the behavioral health services that we need for behavioral health service facilities that we need. Uh, the people are another thing, but yep, that all comes with it. Peter, do you, do you had a, a point you want to make? Oh, well, there's so many things to say. I mean, one, one, one thing is that, um, you know, there's been some criticisms that this is some sort of uh, mega jail. It is nothing close to even a, a, a mega jail. And um, as Scott said, we, uh, we have an estimate for 20% more than our current capacity, but uh, we have not yet decided as a community how large – uh, this facility is going to be, but nobody, and I can tell you this for a fact, nobody wants a large jail because we have put a lot of time and effort and money into diverting people up when appropriate from a uh, jail and uh, getting them the services that they need. And this levy is the only way that I can see that we're, we are going to have the money to um, to support the diversion programs, the tr mental health and uh, substance use disorder treatment that this community wants to provide. And uh, without passing this levy, I do not know where those monies are going to come from. So the so actual physical size of the jail hasn't been for certain uh, nailed down yet? Or? No, it hasn't. No. The 20% okay. uh, overcurrent capacity puts it in the 425 to 450 range, and then maybe if you would add 60 behavioral health beds on top of that, which is attached to it. So you'd, you're going to be you know, in that 450-plus range for the size, but not mega jail like I think people think mega jail, 800 or 1,000 or something like that. We're, we're going to be half that. Um, well, what and, we do but, know, yeah. oh, sorry, Scott. No, what we do know, Joe, is that it will be at uh, the county-owned property um, at LaBounty on LaBounty Road. And the reason it's going to be there, and the county council wisely decided to um, focus on that, is it's going to cost us far less to build whatever it is that we build at LaBounty Road. And... Um, because if we build downtown or at Iron Gate, we have to build vertically, and uh -huh. that is very expensive. And vertically also um, limits your capacity in the future to grow. So it, it, let's we're looking at a facility not for the next 5, 10 years. We're looking at something for, like the last one, 40, 50 years, maybe longer. And if we put it in the right place, if our county grows and if there is needed capacity, there will be at least land available for it. But if you go vertical downtown or if you go vertical on Iron Gate, uh, th that limits your uh, ability to do things in the future. And since we're talking about La Bounty, let me just say, there have been people, uh, irresponsible people, who have said that the La Bounty property is in a flood zone and that it flooded recently. And neither of those things are true. Okay. Just in case you've heard that in the community. I've also heard that it's a wetland. That uh, Well, there is a wetland on the property, but the property is large enough that we can build where there is no wetland uh -huh. and leave the wetland alone to do what wetlands do. And this is the property that the, the county bought a number of years ago with this intent, I that, think. Wasn't that's correct. It yep. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. 
So right. it's nice to have that in the inventory at this point. Yeah. And, okay. we, and if we would do something at Iron Gate, we, we would have to purchase more property. Uh, and that's just not in our budget capacity to do at this point. And downtown was the most expensive location just because of the situation around downtown. Well, we're talking with Scott Cordice. He's the mayor of Linden. And uh, Peter Frazier is uh, a business owner here in Bellingham. And also uh, they're both, well, Peter's the chair. Uh, Scott, a member of uh, the Yes Safe Jail Healthy, Healthy Outcomes Committee and uh, supporting the jail uh, and this proposal that's on the ballot. And uh, we welcome your calls, your questions and comments, and uh, even if you're opposed to the jail or, or opposed to this measure, 360-676-5464. We'll be back in just a moment here on KGMI Connects. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. To be sure you have the most cost cost-effective coverage for 2024, give Guided Solutions a call at 866-733-5111 and our helpful agents will be happy to assist you. Paid political announcement. This is Sheriff Bill Elfo. For the past 25 years, I've worked to keep our community safe. To do my job, I've needed help from leaders like Whatcom County Council Member Kathy Kirshner. I've worked closely with Kathy during her eight years on the council. Her leadership and dedication to public safety as the number one purpose of local government is unparalleled. Kathy is a strong, steadied, principled leader with a deep understanding of the complex issues we face. Her work resulted in more deputies in the community, which means deputies reach people who need help faster. Councilmember Kirshner has my complete support. If community safety is important to you, vote. Kathy Kirshner for County Council District 4 by November 7th. Hi, I'm Kathy Kirshner. Thank you for your decades of service to our community, Sheriff Elfo. It's been an honor to work with you keeping Whatcom County safe. Paid for by Vote Kathy Kirshner. Lindale Glass is your premier window and door company in Whatcom and Skagit County. With over 35 years of professional installation experience, you can rely on the dedicated employees at Lindale Glass to provide an exceptional install. Lindale Glass features Milgard windows and doors, leading the industry with innovative, high-quality products. You can be assured of a product that is customized for your home. No shortcuts, no gimmicks, just excellent service and exceptional quality from Milgard. Visit a Lindale showroom to learn more or online at lindaleglass.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. We are taking your calls, and as we discuss the uh, the proposal for a new jail, uh, well, it'll be a sales tax increase here in Whatcom County to help build a new jail and um, for other justice-related issues. And uh, here in the studio with us, Peter Fraser and Scott Cordice, they're both with the, uh, the Yes on the Jail Committee, put it shortly. Uh, but your calls um, are welcome. And I remember I've, I've been here for 20, over 20 years, and I think the first person I, I ever interviewed here on KGMI was uh, Bill Alfo, the sheriff. And he said he told me back then that uh, they were having to buy things on eBay, eBay, like, you know, door locks and things like that. It seemed that seemed odd to me that they would have to have to go that route. And that was 20 years ago. It's two still happening, ago. Joe. Yeah. Yep. I can only imagine. Probably worse. Well, let's go to the phones. And uh, Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. You're on with uh, Peter Fraser and uh, Scott Cordice. Hi, Peter. Hi, Scott. Can you hear me okay? Yes, oh, yes. Yeah, we got Hi, you. Rich. So uh, what are the assurances that we have that if this thing passes, a jail will actually be built? You know, recent memory from the 2004 Proposition 1 sales tax talked about a new jail, and I looked it up today and read the text, the one paragraph from the ballot from 2004 off the county website, and it did not say specifically that they would build a new jail. It was for, you know, there's like eight things, uh, operation, maintenance, uh, getting land. It was a broad base of things that did not say new jail, and I think the reason the recent ones have been voted down is partly because people remember that, like, hey, this was we were supposed to get on this road in 2004, and it never happened. And so is this really going to happen? Are they really going to – or is it going to be five years from now or six – and then people are just going to get upset, I think. Rich, great question. Um, and 
I thank you for asking it because uh, it's something that we really need to talk about, and that's uh, trust and assurances. And I can tell you that this ordinance, um, if you read it, it would tell you that there are um, there are definitely assurances in place. There are two uh, committees, one called JPOP that oversees the operations and the the I believe it's the building of it, Scott. Okay. And then uh, also a finance committee, and these are going to these people will be making sure that uh, this jail is built and built first, and that is uh, that is critical. Uh, it's not too surprising that there's some confusion over 2004. And Scott, do you want to address 2004? Sure, I'll take take it on a little bit. So. We do know that some of the sales tax from that 2004 initiative is going towards maintenance and operations, which was in in the bill. But also uh, on Iron Gate, they've built a work center for uh, the um, the work centers there on Iron Gate Road, and that takes care of some of the the low risk criminals. And so that is something new to the system. Um, and I guess I want to address your question is, you know, we don't want to have a bait and switch and be four or five years out. I, I don't want to be bait and switch, but it will be four or five years out because we are we have to do the design and then the construction. And that will not go quickly with this. But it, during that phase, we will be collecting the sales tax if we start next year. And all of the cities, so the six the seven cities in Whatcom County, the mayors at this point have all agreed we've, we still have to work through all of our or uh, city councils, but in general, um, when you do a sales tax for public safety, uh, this, the money comes in and 40% of it goes to the cities and 60% goes to the county. And what the cities have done is commit half of their 40% or 20% of, their, of that money back to the county to drive down the, down, uh, drive, uh, down the bond payment or the bond amount. We really are not comfortable with bonding over $100 million, and we think that this thing will cost between 140 to $160 million. So in the first couple of years, we're all going to pay down or pay into like a down payment fund so that we can get the bond payment to a comfortable level. And then um, it's really unusual for all of the mayors and all of the uh, – and actually all the city councils have agreed to a resolution to support the jail as well. So – we're off to a good start this time in terms of having broad community support and uh, and also in the ordinance that the county passed, it says we have to build a jail. So I give assurances that we will build a jail. And there is one more thing I'd like to add to that. Uh, the 2004 money, <clears throat> if you go to our website, which is yeswatcomjail.com and go to our uh, facts and issues page, you will see pretty much the answer to the very question that you asked, Rich. And there's a pie chart there showing where all the money went. And I'm going to tell you that a fair amount of it went to supporting a jail facility that is past its uh, sell-by date. And yes, we that's are, the biggest problem. Yes, yeah. that's right. So we need to pass this. and we That's why sooner it. is better, so yes. that we don't burn money on a rotten garbage jail like we're doing now. There's got to be a way to get rid of some red tape and forego some of the erroneous environmental studies and just get to it, have a good engineer, and just get started on it. I mean, red tape ourselves into oblivion, and that costs us by bleeding money on the old jail. I can't uh, agree more. I mean, but we do want to fast-track it as fast as we can, but we do have to jump through the hoops and do it legally. So we will do as much as we can. Change and the rules, hopefully. <laughs> yep. All right. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate yep. your call. Let's go to uh, Michael in Linden. Hi, Michael. You're on with Scott Cordice and Peter Fraser. Hello, gentlemen. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show today and for taking my call. My question is, has any consideration been given into the transportation that might be necessary for people that are going to need to go back and forth to the courthouse in Bellingham to and from Ferndale? Um, you know, now we have the luxury of having the jail right next door to the courthouse, so it's uh, easy to transport the inmates through that under ground hallway and get them to their court hearings when the jail is located in Ferndale uh, isn't that going to increase some of the costs or has, has that been given any consideration at all and I'll take your answer uh, off the air thank you so much for your being here today 
Yeah, that has been considered, and there is a plan in place for transport using um, uh, vans by the correctional facility people. And um, also there's more use of um, Zoom-type hearings nowadays where you, you can do hearings on-site, and also there are small courtrooms on-site that you can do some of this at. So, And then also when it comes to releasing prisoners, um, that there's a commitment not to release them at odd hours of the day, and I happen to be on the WTA board, and WTA uh, will make will have a commitment towards uh, transporting or having a bus route in that area so that people can get back to the services that are in Bellingham. And let's just remember that it is about 12 to 14 minutes from downtown um, and also about 12 to 14 minutes to Iron Gate where we have the Ann Deacon Center for Hope, and we will have a 23-hour crisis center. And so it's going to be a triangle, and it will all be connected with all the transportation options that are necessary. Now, what uh, will – so this won't replace the Andeacon Center, I take it, that that will no. s- still be running? That, yeah. Absolutely. That's correct. And anybody who's uh, interested in these subjects ought to take a look at the – um, Justice Project Implementation Plan. Uh, Scott and I were on a 36-member committee uh, called the Stakeholder Advisory Committee, and we um, our work product was the implementation plan. It's a 15-project plan that um, and the jail is one of those things, and so is the 23-hour um, uh, crisis center and many other projects and facilities. Let's go to Tim in Everson. Oh, we lost Tim, uh, but we got Bruce on the line. Hi, Bruce. Yeah, hi. Yeah, are, are either one of you gentlemen involved in the finance uh, end of this? Well, I, I'm I'm not a finance expert, but I will say I'm involved in the finance. So, what's your question? <laughs> uh, what is the credit rating of uh, of Whatcom County? That I don't know. That's above my pay grade to know that answer. But I, yeah, I think that, Whatcom that, County is in a fairly good condition, but I don't know that for a fact. Yeah, because the reason I asked is that the bonds uh, are dependent upon the interest rate, and the better uh, circumstances of the credit rating, the better the interest rate will get. So uh, I was just curious if, if that's been taken into consideration. Well, when... Uh, one thing we do know is interest rates are higher now than they've been in a while, and so what we're budgeting for is 5%. We're hoping it's better than that, uh, but but we know that uh, we can handle a 5% interest rate and, and make the payment if we do the plan that's in place. And my understanding is that you can refinance something like this uh, just like you can a house. Is that correct, Scott? I will say probably correct, but I, there's when, okay. when it comes to a, a bond, there's people behind it that are planning on that to happen okay mm-hmm. all right that's, thank you that's out of my uh it's above my pay grade too <laughs> all right thanks bruce appreciate your call um let's see we'll, we'll take a quick break and be back with more we got uh, peter fraser and scott cordice here in the studio talking about the uh, the proposition that's on the ballot uh, that uh, maybe you've already voted on it uh but they're uh both members uh, peter in fact the chair chair of the yes safe jail healthy outcomes committee and uh, we'll be back in just a moment here on KGMI Connects. Our phone number, 360-676-5464. Your calls, whether you're for or again it, are welcome here on KGMI Connects. Hello, folks. This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham, and I'd like to invite you to join me every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. right here on KGMI for the Aging Hour. If you have questions about Medicare, Medicaid, long-term care costs, probate, wills, trusts, or anything else that has to do with aging, this is the radio show for you. Studies show that more than 70% of estate plans fail when families need them the most. Join us every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m., and we can show you how to set your family up for success. We all have our go-tos, right? The doctor you trust, the dentist you rely on, the restaurant you love. What makes them your go-to? It's trust, isn't it? Hi, this is Dan from Bellingham Automotive, your go-to for auto repairs in Whatcom County since 1991. Whether you're using your car for ride-sharing, delivery services, mobile office, maybe just a taxi for your kids and their friends, or it's just personal transportation, we're here to keep you on the road. 
We're proud to have a team of technicians and service advisors who have been with us for years. They can help you find that strange noise or figure out what that warning light is trying to tell you. They can perform regular maintenance to keep your car up to date and your new car warranty intact. We know you're busy, so we also offer a local shuttle service and an after-hour drop-off and pickup options to help take the hassle out of your auto repair. So if you don't have a trusted go-to for your vehicles, please give us a call at 360-676-5200 or visit bellinghamautomotive.com to schedule an appointment. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us for this conversation about the uh, proposal that to build a new jail and, uh, well, and to provide other services uh, that uh, related to criminal justice here in Whatcom County. It's on the ballot. Peter Fraser is our guest, along with Scott Cordyce, Scott, the mayor of Linden, and Peter uh, Bellingham, uh, businessman and chair of the yes safe jail healthy outcomes committee and uh, your calls and questions comments are welcome we'll go right back to the phones guys and uh robert and linden hi you're on with uh, scott and peter uh yes uh, i haven't followed this issue very closely although i have voted for the jail but i'm curious is what's going to happen to the old jail and its property the plan would be to tear it down and then uh probably in the long-term expansion of county facilities in the uh, downtown area. Okay, thank you. I was just curious. Oh, okay. Thanks, Robert. So, it, But it's kind of connected to the courthouse, isn't it? But it's not part of the same. But were they built at the same time, the jail and the courthouse? Do you know? I don't know that, but I know that the current jail, the plan would be to demolish it because it's of low value. But the land is of high value, and then you could, put, you could add on to the current uh, county council or a county facility i'm just brainstorming here but peter you've you've owned and operated hotels in the past maybe a another opportunity <laughs> yeah, i'm kidding i'm not committing to anything uh, okay. today <laughs> be an, it'd be a unique uh you know bed and breakfast opportunity or experience i guess well let's go to ken in bellingham hi ken i'm just visiting what Peter could do to that place. <laughs> hey, this is Ken Bell. I'm your port commissioner, and I just uh, our job is economic development. And I just wanted to uh, just say thank you to these two gentlemen and let everybody know that there's nothing more uh, important to our economic future than public safety and uh, getting something done. And uh, also wanted to say that we have often given up um, opportunities for perfection. And um, those of you seeking perfection um, in this process are not going to find it, but you are going to find a path forward in a very, very well thought out, very thought through and very uh, bipartisan, very um, collaborative effort. Um, And I just wanted to say thank you to the two gentlemen who have been uh, championing this effort and uh, lend my support. All right. Well, thanks, thanks, Ken. Thank you, Ken. We appreciate that very much. And, you know, public safety is critically important, and I think – I think our communities, particularly Bellingham, has um, seen what happens if you don't have capacity in a jail because we're on booking restrictions at this time. And booking restrictions puts us on basically book and release. And so a lot of people get booked and released, and they do the same crime again and again. And there is a deterrent factor associated with this, though we don't want to necessarily talk about it, but there is. And we need that deterrent factor for certain criminals. And uh, well, while we're uh, before we go back to the phones, and we talked about this a little bit off the air, but um, the issue of services, and there are those who say services, services before jail, and uh, that we need to focus on that, mm-hmm. uh, providing services for people, and diversionary tactics, and and all that before we build a new jail. Um, I, how do you answer that? Well, I will tell you that um, I'm a longtime progressive. 
and Bellingham Progressive, and I voted against this jail in 2017, as so many other progressives in Bellingham and Ferndale did, because um, the plan at that time was uh, it did not include diversion and enough behavioral health um, facilities and programs and such. It just didn't account for it. This plan does, and anyone who says that we're going to delay putting to, uh, putting our efforts towards the implementation plan, which I encourage you again to read, um, for the six years is absolutely misinformed. We have money that we are applying that we will be able to apply during those six years to the implementation plan, that is behavioral health money, that is behavioral health funding, that is behavioral health um, that is critical for this county. Anybody going through downtown Bellingham can see one of the reasons I got involved in this topic, because this issue, because until we can reform and innovate in criminal justice and behavioral health, we are not doing our jobs as citizens, as far as I'm concerned. And I can tell you that this plan is a good one and accounts for it. Past this levy, we will have all the money that um, a county can raise to deal with these issues. And the state, our state legislators, are going to be bringing home money for us to tackle these problems as well. And I think, too, is it 15 programs have been introduced in the past like uh, five or ten years? That's and right. Grace and Lead are two prime examples. These are programs that have been put into place trying to answer this question, how do we divert people from going to jail? And we have some very effective and unique programs that are working, and we will augment those programs, but we need a facility as well. And, and with this facility comes funds, particularly in the future, but even funds up front because um, – Bellingham has committed more behavioral health money of their portion of the sales tax. So it's, it's very encouraging what all the, all the elements coming together. I mean, I mean, Bellingham is basically committing all of their incremental sales tax to either paying the down payment piece or to behavioral health. That's right. And uh, what we saw in Nashville was really inspiring to us, the eight or ten of us who went from Whatcom County to Nashville to see their behavioral care center, which is an on-site substance use and uh, mental health uh, treatment facility that is voluntary. But if you're headed to jail and you are a good candidate for actual change and uh, good subject for treatment, you can go into this, have your charges dropped if you stay the full time and do your work. And that's what we want here in Whatcom County. It's a great model, and I want to see it. Okay. And, well, I I guess I can understand the logic, too, of of just having a facility, even if all the beds aren't full, uh, a jail isn't full, knowing that there's room for you in that jail if you do something bad is kind of a deterrent too. I mean, as opposed to a, knowing that there's a jail that's crammed full of people that they're never going to throw you into because, well, you know, you're just not that bad of, a, of an offender. I'm just That's true. That's true. It's what's there going is. on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Bob in Birch Bay. Hi, Bob. Hi. Good afternoon, John. Thank you to the guys for all their time, effort, and commitment to this proposition, and I hope like crazy it goes forward this time, and (laughs) anybody listening, please vote yes for the jail. We really do need it. Um, It's going to be a lot more expensive than it would have been had uh, we voted it through last time, and it'll be that much more expensive if this doesn't pass, Uh, but along those lines, I didn't hear the very beginning of the program, so I don't know the $75,000 contribution out of that Seattle group to uh, the vote no side of this issue was addressed or not. But I'd like to know how you guys feel about that. Hopefully it's come in way too late to make a difference. But Well, thanks for that. Uh, thanks for that question. There. It has been something that's been on my mind uh, constantly since I heard it about it a few days ago when it showed up in the 
uh, PDC filings. Um, so <laughs> our Yes campaign has raised about um, $37,000 from about 90 uh, people throughout Whatcom County. The No campaign has raised $75,000 from a Seattle nonprofit and one $500 uh, donation from somebody in Skagit County and not a single dollar from anyone in Whatcom County. Hmm. I think that says a lot. Um, I would also say that our guest campaign is endorsed by nearly every uh, seated public um, elected and most of the candidates who are running. And who endorses the no campaign, you're just going to have to go look for yourself. It's uh, a little unclear to me. And, yeah, maybe $75,000 would be a nice contribution toward toward behavioral health, I guess. I think it's going into um, a lot of pink signs that everybody's seeing right now and probably a couple mailers that will be uh, getting to them in the next couple of days. That's my guess. But I do want to say, Bob, thank you for the vote and thank you for the encouragement. That's what we're here for is to encourage everyone out there to vote yes on Prop 4 because that's we do need a new jail. We do need these other services, and the only way we're going to get it is to vote yes. And I know from the last time I was on the finance group in 2017, and we looked back at those numbers when we started this time, and it's a, that was a bargain, but we let her go. Yeah, that's right. And uh, people who uh, say that there's a uh, a better proposal out there, a services first proposal, um, that is simply not true. There is no proposal like that. It's not real. And this is the way uh, that we're going to do it. The broad base of citizens came together to create this plan over about a year and a half, two years. And we're just not going to come up with a better plan than this one. Let's go to, uh, thanks, Bob. Appreciate your call. Julio's in Sumas. Hi, Julio. Hi, how are you guys doing today? Very good. Hey, so my comment is, like, I, I am going to vote for yes for a new jail, but, and I know there's new pro- there's a lot of programs out there for adults and everything, but my question is, what are we doing for, like, the juvenile detention center? Because I feel like they, the kids that are underage need help as well, and I'm pretty sure that jail is not, it's kind of run down as well. Is there anything in plan or have there talk about what they're going to do for them? And if there is, but what is that? I am not aware of a plan for that one. I knew I know the juvenile facility is on a, in a different area of the courthouse, up on the upper floors of the uh, main courthouse, and I assume it's in a better condition than the jail facility for the adults. But I don't have a whole lot of uh, – I haven't heard a whole lot of input on what we could do different there or how good or bad the programs currently are. But it's probably something you know worth investigating. Yes, thanks so much for the question and the concern. I think it's really important that that be addressed. Um, This plan uh, does not address that. Um, My understanding is that we have very few people in our juvenile facility. Um, A lot of work has been done with uh, diversion and um, behavioral health and other supports for, um, for juveniles. So I think a lot of effort is going into, into that. But as far as a new facility for juveniles, that is uh, not in this plan. Okay. Thanks for your call, Julio. Let's go to Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hello, Joe. Thank you, gentlemen, for an absolutely wonderful program. Um, I'm familiar with the Nashville model. It's probably as good as you get in the nation uh, anywhere, and it happens to be in a deep red state. And I think it proves that you can uh, have these kind of models anywhere and make them effective. The key, of course, is that the criminal or drug addict or whoever you're dealing with has to want to reform, has to want to be better. And if they don't, uh, then that's where the jail comes in. If I voted already, yes, of course, and I've urged everybody I know to vote yes. I've been a one-woman campaign for this jail. And I can tell you, nobody, I haven't met anyone who's turned me down. 
Uh, of course, the, the the deep progressives ignore me and spit on me because uh, they know I'm not a progressive. But at the same time, I'm not a crazy right winger either. I believe very strongly that if people don't pass this Prop 4, if we don't get our new jail, we are doing nothing more than voting for continuing chaos in Whatcom County. And Folks, there is nothing more important in the daily life of our citizens than public safety, and I mean nothing. Uh, public safety is crucial, and we've had it uh, for many years in Whatcom County to a large extent. It's uh, come unglued in recent years. Uh, rather than point fingers this time, let's just say let's get this jail built. Let's get the behavioral health program going. And let's keep moving on to better things. And I thank you so much. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks, uh, Michelle. Can I add to something to that? Sure. You bet. Uh, this summer, a, um, a journalist named Sam Quinones came to Bellingham and spoke before a crowd of about 500 people. And he, had, um, he has written a book about the – two books about the opioid epidemic. His latest book – uh, the Least of Us, is about the fentanyl and methamphetamine crisis. We are in a crisis. Everybody can see it. Everybody is reading about it. It is seems to only be getting worse. What he was telling us that night was that one of the best things that we can do is to use law enforcement and a jail with a behavioral care center to reach people who are addicts where they are, and they do end up in jail. And that is where, um, that is one of the places where you need to treat them, hold them until the drugs are out of their system, give them the support, give them the treatment that they need to change their lives. And if you're not doing that, you're not going to be addressing the problem in a jail setting. So we have our shot. All right. Quick break. We'll be back with more. Peter Fraser and uh, Scott Cordheis. Uh, Peter, a business uh, owner here in Bellingham and uh, chair of the Yes Safe Jail Healthy Outcomes Committee. And Scott Cordheis, mayor of Linden and uh, a member of that committee as well. And we'll uh, have time to take your calls here on KGMI Connect 360-676-5464. Ready to put some skin in the game? The only sports book north of Snohomish County is now open at Silver Reef Casino Resort. Get in the game with baseball, football, basketball, hockey, and your other favorite sports. Visit Portage Bay Sportsbook and Bar and place your bets today. Sportsbook open daily at 9 a.m. Betting kiosks open 24-7. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. At Silver Reef Casino Resort, we've got that. Escape the hustle and bustle of the city and get ready for a fun and relaxation-filled getaway. Luxury hotel rooms? Yep. Championship golf? Mm-hmm. Top-rated casino with all the best slots and table games? Yes and yes. World-class dining at the region's best and Wine Spectator award-winning steakhouse? Yes, please. The total package is only missing one thing. You. Silver Reef Casino Resort. Located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. This is Steve Berger, Director and Lead Counselor at Contact Counseling Recovery Services in Bellingham. Contact Counseling offers alcohol and drug treatment, assessment, consultation, and referral services for adults and youth. We have been serving Northwest Washington residents for over 40 years. If you, an employee, friend, or family member is struggling with substance abuse, please realize when a person is engaged in quality, ongoing treatment, the probability of success is excellent. At Contact Counseling, we will help match you or your loved one with the correct level of treatment to provide the greatest opportunity for success. A person does not have to hit rock bottom to begin treatment and experience a successful recovery. I personally started working in the addiction treatment field over 30 years ago, and the simple fact is, treatment works. Please contact us at 360-671-3277 or online at contactcounseling.com. Allow Contact Counseling to help you or your loved one find the road to recovery. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions 
formerly Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2024, give Guided Solutions a call at 866-733-5111 and our helpful agents will be happy to assist you. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Joining us as we talk about the uh, proposal uh, that will be on the, is on the ballot, and maybe you've already voted on it, uh, the jail proposal and uh, uh, sales tax that will also pay for other uh, services related to criminal justice here in Whatcom County. Preto Frazier and Scott Cordice of the uh, yes, Safe Jail, Healthy Outcomes Committee with us here in the studio. And let's go right back to the phones. And uh, I guess uh, Initial J is on with us. Hi, Jay. Jay, yes. Yeah, go ahead. Am you're, I on? Okay. You're on the air. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm looking at the statement against this proposition. Okay. Okay. And um, it's the very last uh, par- paragraph. It says, this proposal postpones services until 2030 to build an unaffordable jail. But it says twice our community has, has said to do the humane thing. Where did they get that these services that you're talking about uh, don't start till 2030? They're going to wait till you build the entire facility, and that's going to be 2030? Well, that's true, that that's- uh, monies from the levy would not be available um, in for the most part for behavioral health funding until about 2030. But Whatcom County has, and I can't say this enough times, Whatcom County has committed monies for moving the um, implementation plan, behavioral health funding, or behavioral health programs forward in the meantime. Well, I didn't hear that. And that is because the Whatcom County voters back about maybe 15 years ago, were uh, generous, and they uh, taxed themselves uh, one-tenth of one percent for a behavioral health um, uh, fund. And mm-hmm. that m- those monies will come from there and from the state and from general fund, and all of this is laid out in the implementation plan, which is a living document that you could go to if you like. Um, uh, you can find it on the Whatcom County website and... Um, and get involved and and track it as okay. we go. And yeah, I was just wondering where on earth they got that statement from. That was that was weird. You know, they said twice our community has had to do the humane the thing, humane thing, fund services first, and then they said nope, it's not going to be ready till twenty thirty. That that part of it, and I I just thought that sounded wrong, and I just wanted to bring that up so I that you could that. refute it. So and, and, okay. and I just want to point out as well that Bellingham uh, has committed. Uh, half of the half of their forty percent income from the tax towards behavioral health, so that there is a commitment for behavioral health from day one of this new proposed tax. It'll come from the city of Bellingham, but there is some money going that way right from the beginning. And check this out: in twenty thirty, uh, the county will have approximately three point nine million dollars available for behavioral health from this levy. Uh, City of Bellingham will have 2.4 for a total of 6.3 million dollars in available in 2030 for behavioral health funding. In 2035, it's up to 9 million. 2040, it's up to 12.4 million. That's those are real dollars. And thank you, Whatcom County voters, for making those available because we're going to be actually saving money in the long run by making these expenditures. Because we need to, it's very expensive to jail people, mm-hmm. and it's very expensive to um, have them go through our emergency rooms and create the chaos around them. So let's treat when we can. All right. Uh, Jay, thanks for your call. Uh, real quick, let's go to Ann and Sue Mass. Hi, Ann. Question. Why is no one addressing why we have this problem? Everything is... After something has happened, then you do the fix-it, but nothing about preventing before it happens. So if we close the border, that would make a, the border needs to be closed tomorrow. 
then we'd have a big change in the amount of drug trafficking. And secondly, the police in this county, they know who the drug pushers are. Why aren't those people picked up and locked up? And don't tell me there's a room for them. There are jails outside this area that have room. They can be locked up. But the police powers have been negated to literally nothing. So, you know, we're going in a circle, and the circle is not changing. It just stays the same. It's like a loop. Um, do you guys have a response to, to Ann's concerns there? I have a, I, I mean, I have similar concerns. Um, I, I, as somebody who is very tied to the success of our downtown and the health of the people who uh, live there, I am very concerned about our police being able to identify uh, drug dealers and stop them. And so I, I generally support what uh, she is saying here and want to uh, make sure that we can uh, arrest people who are uh, pushing these uh, deadly, deadly drugs. Well, and we're really short on time. I, I guess one, one other uh, issue that I've heard raised, and we don't have nearly the amount of time to deal with it, but it's more of a philosophical question, I guess, about our society and why, uh, because we do here in the United States and I'm here in Whatcom County for that matter, we jail a higher percentage of our population than, than most every, any other country. And I don't know, what is it about our society that, that causes that? Or uh, do you have any thoughts on well, that? I've, I've, yeah, I've thought about that one and don't have a, a scientific answer, but I'm thinking with all of the freedoms we enjoy, we're allowed to travel outside the bounds more often without getting our hands slapped. And so as a society, we, we, we travel outside the bounds more often because we have all these freedoms available to us. And then uh, the consequences are, you know, the, the criminal justice system for a lot of these things. But current, you know, currently there's also a lot of drugs out there and we're, we're not keeping those out of people's hands and that's causing a whole nother issue. So we have, we have a variety of issues, but I, I've, I've often thought maybe it's because we're so free as a society that we allow people to do things that they probably shouldn't do. Other societies would say you can't do it or do, do other things or limit everything, but we're, we're pretty free to do whatever we want, and we have consequences when we do the wrong thing. I'm really happy that this country has realized that we do have an incarceration problem and that there are alternatives to incarceration. And Whatcom County and Bellingham in particular are very much focused on this issue. Again, I voted against the last levy in 2017 for this reason. And now we have put in place, and we are moving in the right direction, put in place um, the programs and facilities. We're going the right direction. We are diverting as many people as is possible at this point uh, from uh, jail and from emergency services. And so I want to see us head in that direction and continue in that direction. All right. Well, we really appreciate both of you taking the time and kind of a short notice to come in and uh, be part of this conversation and, uh, and give us more detail about what we're really looking at here, what we're voting on. And uh, once again, Peter Fraser, the chair of the Yes, Safe Jail, Healthy Outcomes Committee. Scott Cordice, a member of that committee. What's the website again? It's yeswatcomjail.com. All right. Thanks to both of you for coming in right. today. Thank you, Joe. Thank Thanks you, for Joe. Having us. And All be right. sure and get your ballot in. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow, 4 o'clock here on KGMI Connects. The voice of Northwest Washington for over 90 years. KGMI and KISM HD2 Bellingham. From the West Mechanical Studio.